Have you been able to confirm what uh, how soon it was until Ross was balls deep in that? But that girl's life revolves around getting as many followers as she can to watch her do hip thrust. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We are convening here today to do a postmortem on the Ari Leyendijk Jr. season of The Bachelor, a season that went from mind-numbingly dull, where the only interesting thing about the guy was that he systematically eliminated all the hotties as all I can take that to mean was that it was a big fuck you to me. Every chick I liked, he would get rid of every week until there were no chicks I liked left. But then came to this week, the finale, and there were fireworks all over the place. Uh, I am joined this week, as every week, by my main man, Jason Stewart. Jason, what is up? Hello, everybody. And, and by the way, by yes. the way, by the way, I, I will say this before we get to our special guest. Okay. Um, the... Um, Silver lining tonight, we get rid of a boring, uninteresting uh, guy, and the good thing is that we, we're going to replace him with an even more dull bachelorette. It's I, I, I can't tell you how just unbelievably bummed I am. It, it hasn't – so just a little behind the scenes, the uh, After the Final Rose has not aired on the West Coast yet. Like we're, it's just now it's 25 minutes into the show as we record, but I did see on Twitter that the jilted Rebecca, Becca K has been named the bachelorette and what I can only imagine will be the lowest rated season in the history of that show. For more behind the scenes information on that, we are joined now by a, an, an un- mitigated legend an unequaled legend in bachelor reporting everybody steals his shit we are so lucky to have this guy he is the most in demand voice in the bachelor world and he is here with us of course i am talking about the one and only reality steve steve carbone thank you very much for joining the bachelor lifestyle Hey guys, what's going on? What is Thanks for up? having me. What is up, buddy? Okay. You're you know everything. You have all the details. Take us through what we saw on that just death slog of a three hour final bachelor episode last night. I mean Well, honestly, going into it, knowing what had happened, I, I literally just wanted to get through that first hour and a half of the show because I don't care what the parents said to Becca or what he said to Lauren or what Lauren said to the parents. Like it didn't matter to me because I knew what knew the ending coming. in Peru was like, it's right. just like, let's just get to the good stuff. And you know, I wanted to see if my sources were correct when right. they told me, yeah, when he let Lauren go, he also told her he loved her. And that's exactly what we saw, yeah. which was so bizarre. So like, weird. He just dumped you at the altar and you tell him you're still in love with him and he says, I love you too. Like, it's. Uh, we see a lot of crazy shit on this show, but we hadn't seen anything like that before. That was just weird. I also found it very strange that Lauren B had a very subdued emotional reaction to the dumping. It was just kind of like, oh. Okay. She didn't she didn't break into tears I think until she was in the limo. But after She had a uh remember we we made the comment back when Ross came on the scene that like that whole thing exchange with Ross was not only anticlimactic but it was like her lack of emotion was what made it kind of like yeah. un un uncombative, unemotional so I think she kind of rings uh, a little hardened, and and just watching a little bit of the uh, the final final episode, it looks like she there are more tears in this one. But I'll, I'll let Steve give us more of the sure. background. Yeah, yeah, it's just the whole the whole season sort of rung 
false to me. And that that's a good example. When Ross showed up, he knocks on the door. He's a massive individual. And Ari opens the door, and he's, like, not surprised to see a, a big, buff, white guy at the door. Oh, by the way, yeah. Carbone... Stevie Rowdy, Steve, he he knows the ins and outs of this. Of course. Have you been able to confirm what uh, how soon it was until Ross was balls deep in that after Ari dumped it? <laughs> um, I, as far as I know, he's they're not back together, and right. probably won't be since she's got twenty five guys at her beckoning call right oh, now. Oh, that's of course. Yeah. Of course. But but the thing about Ross is the best part about Ross is the fact that. Somehow, the institution that is Stanford football and David Shaw, who's on everybody's shortlist to be an NFL coach, decided he'd let his personal strength coach just fly to Peru to see a girl on reality TV <laughs> that he had an on and off relationship with seven years. Like Ross Jurgle is the Stanford football strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> and he flew out to Peru in November in the middle of a. <laughs> Kind of a tough stretch for the Cardinal football team. During the season. That's crazy. Does David Shaw have a set? Like, no, dude, you're not going. We need we need Bryce Love to couple a <laughs> more iron here. Like, what the fuck? How does he do that? Unbelievable. And come, Shocking. And then come back, and then it airs. I mean, obviously, I'm sure all the guys in the locker room knew, but then when it aired last night, he's got to get some major ribbing, like even like oh. a towel party thrown on him. Oh, he looked, he looked like a total cuck. That was, that was oh. an embarrassment to all men, what he did. Oh. It was awful. Like it was the 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 four ninety nine flower bouquet from from oh, Ralph's that he brought yeah. to her. Like it was just awful. He was he was he was in a suit. I don't know why he was in a suit. He was he seemed like a little bitch. Uh, it was a horrible horrible episode in general. Uh, so last night we uh, Ari he lets Lauren be down. She has barely any reaction there's alpacas there it's a, just a weird scene in general and then uh becca comes out and it's a, it's a anticlimactic proposal because clearly the production had let it leak obviously you had this information first like you always do steve and you're not beholden to any embargoes but the quote unquote uh entertainment media this this was uh, this what was about to happen on the Bachelor was on the cover of this week's Us Weekly before the episode aired. So they were obviously trying to juice things at the end because it's been a bad season and they're like, "Hey, we're going to try something here. Let's let people know what's about to happen so they tune in." Is that am I right? Am I on the right track there, Steve? Yeah, because Us, Le- Us Weekly while they did reveal it they didn't reveal either name. They just said sure. Ari gets engaged at the end and has changed his mind and is now with the girl he didn't choose. But they never right. give you the names sure. because they have a relationship with ABC and they're not going to jeopardize that. So they'll give the spoiler, but not the full spoiler. Sure, you know? exactly. And it's like anybody that you know has followed my site for at, at any point this season knew that he chose Becca back in November. And then about a week after the whole flip happened where he dumped Becca and went into Virginia to see Lauren. Um, that was posted mid January. So it's been six weeks since that was posted. It's, it's just, it's, it's really, I mean, there's so many, I have so many thoughts about this whole thing about, okay, so, so let's pair it, let's, let's pair it down. Yeah. Real fast, Steve. It, the, give us what, what, you know, and I'm guessing it, it, it's revealed here in the last couple hours, but yeah. what is the exact timeline? he, he uh he proposes to Becca, kicks Lauren to the curb. Great question. And then a couple weeks later, then what happens until today? Okay, so they got engaged the week before Thanksgiving, so mid-November. He's engaged to Becca in Peru. Um, with alpacas. Yeah, with <laughs> with alpacas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you didn't notice uh, where they were standing, they 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 cut out some uh, some blue turf from Boise State. They brought that. <laughs> right, to, I saw that. Yes. Flew it out to Peru. Um, so he says on the show tonight, he immediately started questioning himself, and so he always was struggling with the decision, and essentially admitted tonight, I never should have proposed to you. Of he course. told Becca that to her face tonight. He, he was caught up in the moment, like like many people on television, that they feel yeah. beholden to the contract they signed. They want to make good TV, and right. they make decisions that they might not otherwise make. Exactly. He has no contractual obligation to propose, but does everybody on set 
want him right. to propose? Yes. Right. And so yeah, they're in that feel bubble. a bit of pressure. Yeah. And there's no there's no bonus if you propose because 20 of the last 21 seasons of this show had a, have ended in a proposal, Bachelor and Bachelorette. So it's right. not like he's doing something out of the blue. This is what to expect every season. The only person that hasn't proposed in the last 21 seasons was was Juan Pablo. I don't know how he got away with it, but he did. Um, so Ari felt this need to propose. And essentially, mid-November through the end of December, him and Becca had their secret meetups. We saw some of the footage last night of them being filmed. Interesting. And is on that a, a, on is, a hammock and whatever? Right. Did they? Because they had they had footage. They had you know back at home footage. Are are they like, hey, um, why don't you guys pretend to play chess with a glass of wine and just throw the GoPro on the counter and we'll just we'll use that like get some stuff for us? Or do they send out a crew or what's? It's just very weird that they had that sort of interstitial. Uh, B-roll type footage to use in the final episode. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen it in the past, right. but those, those safe house and those happy couple, what they call, it's like the code they use is happy couple visits are, are supervised with someone who goes out because you're not allowed when you go to this, it's usually a home in Hollywood Hills or Beverly Hills, or it, it, they use these different locations and essentially you have a an advisor there or a handler that goes and gets everything because you're not allowed to leave the house. Yeah, you, you can't be go, seen. You can't be seen. So you can yeah. only go in the backyard, and the backyards are always littered with trees, so nobody can even peek in the backyard. You can't go anywhere or do anything as a couple. Basically, in the people that I've talked to over the years, the only things that you do when you t- spend your happy couple weekend is you play board games, you eat. You cook, you watch, you watch TV, and you fuck. That's yeah, what you do all it. weekend. There's nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah. I mean, what what can you do if you're with your girl and you can't leave a house for three or four? Because days? they know. Well, let's, they know. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, is personally that sounds like that sounds like utopia. It's a pretty good weekend. I don't want to do anything yeah. other than that. If we can, if we can make some pizza dough yeah. between you know experimenting on each other sexually oh, and maybe, maybe binging an episode you know a, a, a season of netflix I, I can't think of a better way to spend a weekend few cold beers in the fridge oh, yeah. but they do that because they don't want ari walking out front with his morning hard on yeah. to get the newspaper and have it end up on reality steve the next day that's that's the yeah. issue there but they they did shoot stuff so there's probably somebody there producer whatever that got that got the footage at what point? I think I think yeah. it was. I don't think it was a crew that was there for those. The, the right. footage that we saw last night, I think, was the handler coming in doing it from their phone. I don't think that sure. there was a crew there until the breakup one. Right. And I think it was just another. Hey, we're going to film you guys. She was obviously tricked into thinking they were filming. Hey, let's get an update on you guys. Um, we're going to bring a crew this time. And you know, obviously, she was blindsided. She had no idea. Of course. Um, and and that's where it was. So that happened. So engagement mid-November, Ari says, and what I had reported was he called Lauren on the night of the premiere. So January 1st is his first known contact with Lauren where he reached out to her and said, I just want to check in on you. And then he said during that conversation, he realized, oh, shit, it, I'm not over her. Even though he had told Becca during those six weeks from Peru until January 1st. I'm struggling. I, 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 I really want to know how she feels. Becca had given him the go ahead. Like, look, if this is, if you need to call her to settle things in your own mind, go ahead and do it. And however, she, she alluded to that he, last night. Yeah. And however, when he did it, he went from that point, from January 1st until she, he broke up with her, probably around the 12th or the 13th, he wasn't fully honest with how he felt. He of just kind of went back to, I'm just, I'm struggling or, or whatever. He wasn't fully like, oh shit. And I think basically what happened was this guy, well, I kind of know what happened. He, I mean, let's, let's face it. He does not dump his fiance on TV with cameras rolling. If he doesn't have 100% assurance that Lauren is willing to take him back. Of course. Absolutely 100%. So 100%. at some point during the conversations between January 1st and January 12th, Ari probably said in a message, in a text, or on the phone, if you know, if I were to do this, or how are you still feeling about me? And the second she basically didn't hang up on him and said, okay, 
I'll listen to you. And wow, I didn't realize you still felt this way. I still feel this way. He knew he had his out and it took him basically 11 or 12 days to lay the pipe and say, I'm done. And, um, and to me that, to me that is, and, um, that's something the show can't acknowledge. That's something that Ari can't acknowledge or learn because to me in a very cruel, uh, season and the cruelest thing happening to a, a, a contestant, um, it being like knowledge or acknowledged that he conferred with Lauren and made sure that it was good to go before he dumped uh, Becca. I mean, that's just that's like cruel Shit. and unusual punishment. That so yeah, I think we all know it, but there's no way in hell the show or he can admit that. And and wasn't there some kind of a uh, a DM. I, I kept seeing chatter about a DM on New Year's Eve. Was that the way he reached out to her? He didn't have her cell number or something? Because he's not allowed, you're, you're technically contractually not allowed to talk to the number two girl. So he oh, reached wow. out to her. He reached out to her on DM and then I guess she said, okay, like she said tonight, I was upset when you first contacted me because I, I was still struggling, mm -hmm. but I was willing to hear you out. So I'm assuming the next day or she gave him his, she gave him her number and then he called her on january 1st and um that's when the night of the premiere is when he called her and that's when the ball got rolling so let me let me take a different perspective here than, than what jason just presented because ari to me is just like a lot of these bachelors like a lot of reality most reality tv people he is a dolt like this guy <laughs> is clearly not a bright guy. You could tell how he was super intimidated by like the Yale chicks and the, and the doctoral students. Like he wanted no part of that. He's like, look, I barely graduated high school. Like I like to drive. I live in Scottsdale, all that. So it's, it's not, it's not, hasn't, it's not unheard of for these relationships to fizzle between the end of production and the, reunion after the final rose where they where they come back together it's not this isn't the first time that's happened but what what did happen and i feel like ari is taking too much of the shit for this because at some point he alerted people in production because he's a company man he's like look i want to end this like i've i've re i've made a mistake I just want to let you guys know because, you know, we've got, we've come this far that this is what's going to happen. And I, I don't, I want to know how you want to handle it. And it's at that point that production goes, hold on. Don't say shit until we have a camera crew there. And, th and that's when they get the whole story from him. They interview him and the decision is made. Hey, we're going to, we need you to help us out here. You're, you're, we don't want you to ruin our season. We need to ambush this girl that you just said you loved and you have to break up with her on the air because it'll be great for ratings. And to, to my way of thinking, Ari, who's very, very stupid is just playing along. Now he's a pariah and every, everyone's not blaming the actual television show that orchestrated this fucking over of Becca, your guys' thoughts. Um, I, I mean, I do think the show is taking hits. Chris Harrison. Piece of shit. Huge piece alerted of shit. us tonight. Numerous times. He kept saying like, wow, I've, I've gotten a lot of hate on social media and you know, I know, you know, I know you are too, Ari. So I, I think people do go after the show but do they go after the person who did it more yes and 100%. is the show responsible absolutely and of course it's just that i think it's so much easier to go after the guy who dumped the girl in front of cameras as opposed to hey that cameraman should have just put his camera down and said i'm not doing this which we right. know <laughs> he's got a job and he needs to of pay course for. of course but, and and like last night Chris Harrison's like, this has never happened before. We've never seen this. And of course it has happened before. Jason Mesnick of the close together eyes. Yeah. He dumped that Dallas Cowboy cheerleader hottie. I can't remember her name, but I was really into her. She had fake cans. She had a fake tan. Uh, she Melissa was, Rycroft. yes, huge fan of Melissa Rycroft. Like really was really into her. And they, I feel like they're like, Hey, 
this happened before and we sort of lost the moment. We didn't get on tape because he just showed up and was like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, we're not together anymore because I'm with the second place chick now. And they were like, we're not going to let that happen again. We're going to get, we're going to maximize this. And Ari was just like playing along because he's the guy and he's kind of got to do what he's told. Yeah, I think that there's, there's certainly blame to go around for everybody for sure. here. Let's, let's, let's not, not place blame on, on the show. And I think one thing that maybe gets lost for some people is, and then what the biggest question I got after last night's episode was, did Ari ask production to film it or did they tell him he had to? And basically the answer is neither. Right. Um, well, only he doesn't, because, he doesn't make those decisions. Come on. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is Becca didn't know. And that's of course that's all the thing. that's, that, that's the most important factor is she didn't know. Does it really matter if Ari said it? I'm sure like, like you said, how it went down, Ari at some point had to tell production, look, this is what I'm thinking. And of course they're going to say, well, do you want this filmed? I mean, I think this will be good to have it out there. And again, it's just like the engagement part. Is he contractually obligated to film that breakup? No. no. And that was his biggest mistake in all this is yep. he could have done that offhand. And the, and the show is going to stand behind if we were to come on last night and told you Ari broke up with Becca, Same you would result. have been like, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Why? Why, did, why did we get point. to see this? That's a great so point. That's what they're going to stand behind is if I, if we would have shown, we, if we would have just told you about a breakup, you would have been like, what the, yeah. how do we not see this? You tell them everything else. And so that's where they're always going to be able to get by on not getting, taking as much heat as the lead. But especially after the fiasco from earlier this season where Crystal, the fitness instructor, the YouTuber yeah. melted down on the bus. And all we had was hearsay secondhand information because nobody had any tape rolling while Crystal was losing her mind. That was a huge, huge mistake. Until the women tell all when they finally showed it and she oh. called him a needle dick and all the girls C words. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did see that. So, but can we, can we all agree? Um, I mean, I thought, you know, the show and Chris Harrison um, made a lot to do with the fact that this is unfiltered, unedited. The first time in yeah. reality TV history or something to that effect. It's like, yeah, I think no. we could all see why editors exist i i, I, did, so boring. I did not i did not to see i did not need to see that raw footage i think 100%. five of those minutes were fine yeah i didn't need exactly I, the first the the breakup and the talk on the couch and her reaction and her pulling the ring off her finger while she's sitting there that was good television the other yeah. 25 minutes of wandering around a house that looked like a fucking maze and yes. i didn't know how many rooms were there were and <laughs> Felt like they didn't know where to walk um, and him walking out to the car and the door being locked or closed and then w walking back in like it. Yeah, that was unnecessary to show 30 minutes of it. But five or 10. Yeah, I and, got and the feeling I got the feeling that they were that they kept telling him to go back in the house. I kept I got yeah, the feeling he kept coming back somehow. Somehow he needed to have this final discussion, whether it be like legally to say the right buzzwords to make sure that they're no longer contractually going to going to uh to do this or what but like but i don't know why he kept re-entering i think that at was some weird. point she said something like keep your hands off me why do you keep coming back and i think the answer was because they need to film something that hasn't been filmed yeah. yet yeah they're waiting for you to lose your shit and have to have to break it up uh okay so what's um so after, so I, I didn't see what happened tonight, Steve, yeah. fill us in what happened on after the final rose and where, where does that leave us? Okay. So after the final rose, they come out, Becca comes out by herself, talks to Chris Harrison. Then they bring out Ari. She has the basic questions for him. When did you know? Uh, he admits that he never should have proposed in the first place because he was conflicted, but you feel all this pressure to, and he does regret proposing to her, which I'm sure made her heart warm. Um, but she was, you know, she could have been a lot worse to him. Obviously they brought out the five girls. They brought out your girl, Caroline, Love um, with, with CN and Becca and Kendall and Tia. And they just, they just gave their thoughts on Ari and basically all five of them trashed him and said, he's not ready to be with anybody. I can't believe he did that to her. Blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, uh, Ari's there by himself. They bring out Lauren. Uh, 
Ari and Lauren talk about how hard this is going to be. That the they did not watch. They were together last night. They did not watch the show on purpose. They've tried to stay off social media. They know they're getting a lot of hate. Um, but this is his life, and he's so happy right now. And he did this all for her. Uh, she. Uh, they showed the footage of him going to Virginia and asking for her back, and oh it literally God. took her ten seconds to say yes because they had already talked up to that of point. But, and she knew that he had already ended the engagement, but he was like, "I'm here to uh, to let you know I want you back," and it literally took her five seconds. Yeah. So, um, so then uh, they're on stage. They're just getting questions from Chris about where do we go from here. Ari says we're going to take a vacation. She's moving to Arizona once this is all said and done. Um, and then he said he has something to say to her and he proposes and she oh, says, yeah, shut the fuck and up in front. What, but Becca's off stage at that point. Oh my yeah, God. Becca's, Becca's off stage. Um, oh Ari proposes God. right there. It was very, it's very awkward cause you're in the crowd and everybody's so pro Becca at this point and everyone there, most of the people there I'm guessing don't really care for what Ari did. And you know, Lauren is not the most warm person in the world. And it was just this awkward <laughs> like, do we, do we clap? Do we cheer? So for this? Weird. I don't really know what we're like. Okay, I get good luck. You two. I don't know. Why are we supposed to believe anything this guy says? He just right. was engaged to somebody else six weeks ago. Like, why? Yeah. So, and then they go off stage. Uh, they go straight to Kimmel. Um, Kimmel's airing right now as we speak. Um, and then they, Chris Harrison says, and next segment we're going to introduce our new bachelorette. It's Becca. They bring Becca out, and then he says, just like they did with Rachel last season, we got a surprise for you. We're going to start your season right now. And, oh they bring out, and they bring out five different guys who did their you know, intros. Last year it was four. This season it was five. But just if we're going off statistics, and I'm a huge math nerd, two out of the four guys they brought out last year for Rachel early during that uh, – during her announcement as the Bachelorette, two of the final, two of those four guys ended up making the final four. So, these five that they brought out, I'd be surprised if any of these, none of these guys jumped out at me. But right. What do I know? Um, but I'm keeping it in mind that maybe they brought a couple of these guys out for a reason. Like Dean made the final four last year. They brought him out. Eric made the final four last year. They brought him out, and the other guy they brought out was Demario, and he was a shitstorm. He, he fondled an unconscious Corinne. Oh, she <laughs> was into that. She was a hundred percent into that, and she played it up. Um, well, I did read. Right, so here's here's what yeah. I have. All right, Go so on. Yeah. a couple a couple things tonight. Uh, there uh, there was footage. I saw some ramblings online, and and I just saw it on the TV. There's footage of um, of Becca flying in the middle seat of coach on the uh, on the way home from the breakup. Unbelievable. Um, and you know, people giving the show shit for flying her coach. I have no idea what, how much control they have over that or whatever. But I will say this: footage of her in the middle seat in coach. Think about what that entails. Did they say? Yeah. Take this GoPro camera. Yes. Take your cell phone camera. Give it to and the flight attendant. Of you looking stunned up. <laughs> it was right in the seat in front of it, like it was in where the tray is. Uh, it's like she set it up, and they just said, "Get a few shots of you looking melancholy for this footage." Yeah, that's how fucking warped this show is, right? right? Well, yeah. <laughs> That is, that is I mean, pretty interesting. At some, at some point, somebody had to approach her with that, and right. she, or or her handler was flying home with her, and the handler did it. Who knows? But yeah, yeah I mean, it does kind of suck that they had to get every bad moment from her from the second the breakup happened. And um, I, I guess with with the with the assurance that we will take care of you, you will be the next bachelorette, and you'll have this fucking this corner of fame in the universe and some Instagram money and all that stuff. So maybe she was more willing to, to partake in these post breakup things, but I want, let me, let me run this by you, Steve. And I've been, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, given this theory to my, to th- this podcast audience all season. Um, oh, this is, given, a, this is a great theory. Given oh, his boy. just utter lack of consideration for the feelings of these women on this show, given his, his stereotypical mannerisms, the fact that he's just a a giant wuss when it comes to male relations. We saw him what? cower, cower like a uh, I don't even know what whatever cowers like a possum. The second Ross uh, knocked on the door. Let's not forget the uh, scarf. 
He also wore a scarf, scarf in one episode. Scarf was he wore Mr. Rogers scarf. sweaters. He yes. wore Mr. Rogers sweaters exactly. all season long. Yes. Yeah. yes. Skinny there, jeans, t-shirts. Have you, yeah. have you heard any rumblings? Have have any of his uh, closet boyfriends reached out Ex-lovers. to you with some juicy stuff? Anything along those lines? Anything to confirm that he is definitely bathhouse rumors? Any uh, Barbarino <laughs> uh, steam room encounters? Honestly, it's like almost it's almost the opposite. Like this guy is a womanizer a and has beast. been for years. So if it He's if it is anything like that going on, it's it's got to be it's got to be you know by. But I haven't. Wow. No, no wow. guys have come forward. It's been nothing but girls. Basically, you know who comes to me? You know, who came to me from the last six months is all of his exes that said this guy is such a player. He's n- he's not on this show to find a wife. It's like, oh, oh my god, he, he cheated on me so many times. Like he's just in, he's in a lot of yeah, in a lot of Dutch. ways. In a lot of ways, that confirms it doesn't deny. He's it trying to hide it. He's trying to hide it. You you overcompensate and you have zero regard for women's feelings if you are in denial about your sexuality. So I'm just going to go ahead and sell point. this as me being correct. <laughs> Okay. And, okay. and and how how long how long do you give this uh this relationship? Oh shit. 6 I months. Mean, 6 months. Tops. Yeah, I mean we're talking they'll be done what is it March 6th right now? They'll be done yeah. by Halloween, you yeah. know, 6 I'd say that six after to eight the summer. months. Like yeah. I just this guy has been with so many different women over the last 5 years. Some of them I don't want to say famous, but they are of the D-list celebrity range, oh at least. Just uh, give at us least a, a name. Who's he slayed? Who's he slayed? <laughs> I know. I know. He. I'm pretty sure he hooked up with Karina Smirnoff from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's it. Oh, Brad Penny's ex. Brad Penny's ex. Yes. yes wow. Um. So, I, I, I want to say that this guy is. You know, it's just. There's nothing in his past, like, you know, Leopard never changes his spots. Like, nothing in this guy's past makes me think that, you know, I, and this is no insult to Lauren at all. I'm sure she's a nice girl, fun at parties, whatever. The problem is, like, Lauren Burnham's are a dime a dozen in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> what <laughs> makes me think that Ari Lyondike who has a name to him, you know, famous sure. father. He is a racer. There's a, what do they, what do they call the, the racer groupies gear chicks or whatever? Yep. What do they yep. call I don't know. So, yep. What makes me think that Lauren Burnham, who has the personality of a pencil eraser. Yeah. She's 25. Seen, what makes me think that this is the girl that he's going to spend the rest of his life of with not. just because he ended an engagement for her. It just seems like, he ended the engagement because this is a guy that literally cannot be alone and just goes from girl to girl his, and he'll be tired of her and he'll have a new shiny toy in six months. His cock you know? has higher aspirations. He wants, he wants some famous pussy. There's no pussy like famous pussy. We all know that. I mean, if he went to the waste management tournament two weeks ago, <laughs> Get laid. could have slayed there. hundred percent. hundred percent. I you mean, know. Nick, Nick Viles banging January Jones, <laughs> Betty Draper. Is that a fact? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it was January Jones brought him up on her own on when she went on James Corden's show yes. and said that and said that wow. Nick DM Nick slid into her DMs and she was not not receptive to it. Yes, so, and, and Nick's and, and, the and, biggest tool in Bachelor history. Yeah. And what's what's Vanessa's status then? What's she doing? Sing, single. But I don't know. I mean, she star. I don't follow yeah. her. She, I mean, she's super hot, but just super boring. Uh, she's doing a lot of like makeup ads and shit. Um, not enough like boob shots. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Steve, yeah. what do we know anything about the real star of the Bachelor franchise? Of course, I'm talking about Bachelor in Paradise. I, I feel I, during the season, I felt like my girl Caroline had burned a bridge there. Um, with the Bachelor producers, but then they had her back to talk a lot of shit on Ari towards the end. Any chance we can get Caroline in a bikini in Tulum? What is Bachelor in Paradise shaping up to look like? Oh God! I mean, any any and every girl that's 
of note from Ari's season is going to be on Paradise. All five girls that were at the show tonight, Kendall, Tia, Cien, Becca, Caroline, they're all going to be on Paradise. Oh, amazing. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. You will see all all the main girls from Ari's season are pretty much going to be on it. And then just because every season it's essentially the same the cast of the, the, the female crew of The Bachelor that season, uh, in the same season that Bachelor in Paradise airs, usually has the most contestants on it. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the last three seasons. It's at least 13 to 15 girls from that particular Bachelor season that aired in the same calendar year go on that season of Paradise. So oh, I can't wait. you'll see all these girls. Yeah, Caroline will absolutely be there. 100%. Um, little Becca will be there. Love her. Um, uh, Tia will be there. Whoa, uh, what about what about Miss Drama? What about Crystal? Is she? Uh, oh, she'll be there. Her status. I'm sure she'll be unless she's unless Crystal is so traumatized by oh I got such a crappy edit. But that girl's life revolves around getting as many followers as she can right. to watch her do hip thrusts <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. So it makes no sense for her not to go. But she'll go. She'll get a shitty edit and she'll complain again. And that's where I, you have no. You have no sympathy. And also, also appearing on The Bachelor got her brother out of homelessness. So anybody out there with a, a relative that's on the streets that's struggling a little bit, and you're yeah. you're at your wits' end, you're not sure what to do. Maybe get on a reality show. Is yeah. this show, uh, Steve? Is this show officially as it detached itself from the best villain in the history of reality TV, Chad? I think so, but Chad will be jumping like a lot of, of Bachelor, not a, a lot, but a few Bachelor contestants are now jumping over into the MTV Challenge world. Is that so, true? Yeah. Um, and some other MTV programming. They have a show coming out called X on the Beach that we're going to see uh, Chase from JoJo season on and Jasmine from... Next season on, they're going to be on X on the Beach on MTV. I don't know what the release date is. I think it's coming out in April. Um, So they're on that show. I know that for the next season of The Challenge, they are hitting up Bachelor people. Um, I don't know who is going to end up getting cast, but Chad is definitely on their short list. He's a beast. Um, He's a big dude. I mean, if there's one guy from this franchise that you would totally see on the MTV Challenge, it would be Chad. Like, bad attitude, ripped, eats sweet potatoes raw um right protein and, and he gets yeah, super hammered and embarrasses himself on the first day so it's like exactly. a perfect so recipe this guy's made for mtv 100 challenge stuff but they're gonna start they're gonna i've heard the challenge just wants to start branching out and they have started doing it in some of their other shows and they are gonna start taking a bunch of uh bachelor people guys and girls so but um so yeah, I, don't, I don't know but chad i don't think chad i think chad's done with I don't think they ever want him on bachelor shows anymore because of the way he acted last time he was on paradise, well, but he, he'll, he, he could kill somebody. Honest. He could accidentally yeah. kill somebody. No, he I, could on purpose kill somebody. He made like a terrorist threat at Chris Harrison, which I think yeah. that if you do anything like yeah. that, you're done. So, um, he also shit himself and denied it. Let's not forget that. <laughs> yep. Let's, he did that let's, too. Uh, speaking of Chris Harrison, it's the first time I've ever tweeted at him and, I really do think that last night you talk about showing your true colors and the show deserves a lot of shit. Yeah. This may this this one four or five seconds may sum up how despicable the show is and exploitive the show is. They just show, I guess, as the the show keeps telling us, the most uh heartbreaking, um dramatic breakup in the history of reality TV. You have a woman's heart absolutely uh, broken on live TV and it comes back to Chris Harrison in a chair on camera trying to act like he's sentimental and one of the first things out of his mouth is to say this is trending or blowing up on social media right now is a gross understatement <laughs> <laughs> yeah just uh, thanks Chris thanks for letting us know how let's not worry about Becca's feelings let's worry about how Socially, this is being taken tonight. I mean, yeah. Chris Chris Harrison, though, he's stacking a lot of chips. Like the guys, the guy makes a lot of money. That's a great job. Uh, So I could see how he would be a company man all the way to the end. Has he ever? Has he ever hooked up with one of the contestants? To your knowledge? Oh yeah. No, he dated a couple of them. Oh, he did. I don't. 
I don't want to say he openly did, but it's been known because the girls have come out and said it. He Good he dated him. he dated Selma from Sean Lowe's season, uh, and he dated Ashley Frazier from Sean Lowe's season. Two girls from the same season. Wow. Post post that season, but it was it was revealed. Remember when the Sony had their email hack right. or whatever? Yeah. Did you ever see that? What got released uh, in terms of Chris Harrison's salary? Sixty G's an episode. Now you do the math. There's 11 episodes in every Bachelor and Bachelorette season. Yeah. There's six. There's six in Paradise. Yeah. And then any bonus shows. Um, I don't know if those get if you know the after the final rose counts as extra. And then when they were doing the live Paradise show afterwards, that live show once, like you do what's what's 60 G's minus or times 20 episodes. Let's roughly, and that's on the sh- small end. That's so like that's one, two point two million, two point four million dollars. One point oh, six times oh, two. One point eight. Uh, oh, one point oh, six. You guys, you guys are asking 1. the wrong 2. guy. Hey, I didn't know there'd be fucking math on here, right? <laughs> yeah. I went to yeah, Long Beach 60, State. Sixty G's times twenty episodes, and twenty's on the low end. So he's making minimum one point two yeah. million for literally what two minutes and fourteen seconds of airtime every plus, week. Plus, he probably nothing. Pro- plus, he probably flies around and hosts corporate shit on his off time and he's got endorsements for sure. Yeah. He wrote a book. Yeah. He play. he plays, uh, he's a huge golfer. He plays it. He played in the Pebble beach Pebble pro-am beach. with Jason yeah. day this, with, yeah. um, with Jason day this past uh, couple weeks ago. Yeah. Every time he life. travels, when they go to a different country, he's bringing his sticks and he's playing every he col- course yeah. in every country. Like what a fucking life. I'm, I, I do. Mean, I do, I do like his portrayal on the fictionalized Bachelor show, Unreal, because the host is just a total idiot <laughs> and that, yeah. that's trying to fuck all the contestants. So I heard, uh, yeah. I heard Unreal is amazing. Should I start oh, watching? It's, it's, oh, it's God, good, yeah. yeah. I watched the first yeah, season. Really good. Uh, okay, could, should we expect anything to change, Steve? I, I feel like these we have these explosive seasons of The Bachelor, and it's really – and even in the Me Too – era uh, you would expect things to maybe chill out a bit in terms of the uh, sexuality that's portrayed on the show um but it it seems to me like they're they're just going to fly below the radar this is going to go away and a couple of the news cycle will be done you know tomorrow and uh before you know it there'll be another bachelor well Ari and Baloran are on the cover of People magazine this week in giant headlines Bachelor betrayal. So they'll yeah. they'll get a they'll get a good week, maybe two weeks of hate out of this continual. Um, but you know, as for Becca's season that's coming up, it's just going to go back to the same formula. Like Becca will yeah. get engaged at the end of this thing. We all know that's going to happen. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think the women do take the show a lot more seriously. We know of as course. the guys become the Bachelor, it's more about like, all right, I don't care if I get engaged at the end of this thing, whatever. I'm going to be able to pull so much tail when I'm done right. with this. It's right. a reason they've had 22 bachelor seasons and only one guy has married the final girl that he chose. And that was the guy who was a born again virgin. Like that, that's not coincidental. Right. Sean Lowe. Like, Sean Lowe. Yeah. And that's it. He's the only guy that married the final girl that he chose. Right. Jason married it, Molly, but he didn't choose Molly. She was the is runner it up. Seven of nine bachelorettes or six of nine or something. I mean, the percentage no, no, no. Is, is, is way high. Is it not? Well, it's, it's higher. There's been 13 bachelorettes. I think off the top of my head, four are married. Trista's married. Ashley's married. Desiree's married. And I know I'm probably blanking on one right now. I thought so I, I think saw it's, six of the last dentist. No, that's not right. That can't be right. Dentist is Ashley. Yeah, yeah. she's married. Yeah. Ashley and JP. Trista and Ryan were the first bachelorette. Yeah. Um, He's a real Desiree, pussy, that Ryan. Very weird. Desiree whipped. and Chris got married. Hold on. I got my list here. Hang on. I can tell you that. Okay. So that's three that's that we know of. Right. three that we know of for sure that have gotten married. Let's see. Deanna did not marry her final guy. Jillian didn't marry her final guy. Allie didn't marry her final guy. Um, Emily didn't marry her final guy. Uh, Rachel and Brian. Rachel and Brian are still together. Um, Could result in a marriage. JoJo and Jordan Rogers. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy that they're still together. Well, that's what it is. Caitlin, the last three bachelorettes are still together with their men. They're just not married. Caitlin Caitlin and Sean B. Yeah, Caitlin and Sean are still together. Uh, JoJo and Jordan are still together, and Rachel and Brian are still together. So the last three seasons of The Bachelorette have all been "quote unquote" successful, not in terms of marriage yet, but I mean, going back to the you know the the farthest one back, 
is is JoJo. This summer will be three years she's been with Jordan. Right. Uh, uh, or excuse me, Caitlin's been with Sean three years. JoJo's been with Jordan two years. Rachel coming up this summer will be one year with Brian. So I th- just because the women do take it more seriously. Sure, they're yeah. going to shill product on Instagram because they can and they've got a shit ton of followers. Great but gig. The women – you know, women are programmed differently than men when it comes to stuff like this. Like they care they're about much like, better. They're much better human beings. I'm, I'm, not yes. saying, I'm not even saying that to joke around. I mean, no, you, give, you give men the, and, and we're biologically set this way. You give men the temptation of 30 women and the prospect of a post show uh, and all that, all those uh, prospects. I, I just can't, that's just a formula for, for a guy going over the edge. I mean, if that Ben Higgins guy, that complete zero, Total who tool. I thought could do no wrong. Such a loser. If that guy's balls deep every week with somebody different, Crazy. you know what's from Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. That was he. And what about Chris the farmer? Did he get like a. No, he's going to he prison. Like manslaughter charges? Or he's about, no, he's, yeah, about, he's, he's still up. Yeah. His trials next month, I believe. Yeah, he's finally he, going to stand trial for he that. Tried to get the charges thrown out. I, I feel like he's not going to see a lot of time for that, just no, because he was able get- to dodge the breathalyzer and all that. But that was yeah. that was a terrible, terrible story. I will say this: I don't, I cannot, I'm, I don't get into the Bachelorette at all for the reasons that you just elucidated, Steve. That the that it's too real for the chick. The chick's like very earnest, and because they keep picking the jilted ex from the season before i've i'm even less into it i i liked caitlin as the bachelorette and i feel like they need a to go that direction more uh, a dancer a free spirit from canada she might fuck a guy in the middle of the season you never know <laughs> like rather yeah. rather than these like sad left at the altar broads from the season before that need that need a redemption story that need to that need a win for everybody at home watching nobody watches that shit these the rachel season was it was like the lowest rated season they ever did uh, they they need to juice that uh, that franchise, and I don't know how to do it, but I think it starts with finding better contestants. I mean, it's it's their formula, and they haven't gone away from right. it. I think in I think twenty four consecutive seasons now, the lead has been someone that was either on the previous right. immediate season or someone in the franchise. Draw from just, their own talent pool. I get it. They draw from their own talent pool because everything that you said is exactly. I mean. You're not their base audience. Their base not. audience is middle America housewives yep. who lead a boring life and want to live vicariously through these people. And they want to follow the story of people that, I mean, say what you will, Becca has the best built-in storyline heading into a bachelorette that's season true. than any former that's contestant. True. And that's why she's the bachelorette. You couldn't do what you did with Becca tonight on stage and last night on stage and then say, and your next bachelorette, Kendall. Like it'd be like, what? Oh, yeah. See, I'd be way more into Kendall. Kendall's way hotter. Like I'm not. I'm not into Becca. Like that's probably oh, that's way, probably what it is. Seen the, did you see the Kendall video that I posted earlier this season? No, no. Kendall and she's got the twin sister. Kendall yeah, and right. her twin sister were on Fear Factor back in the day Shut when up. Joe Rogan was hosting. Shut up. And one of the one of the things that they had to do, you can actually Google it because it's still out there. Right. They haven't taken it down. Is, um. Kendall guzzled 24 ounces of donkey semen. Wow, that's just just Google Kendall Fear Factor and a, Kendall Fear Factor donkey semen and it'll come out. Holy she got and shit. she guzzled it like a champ. That I mean, is got it all. She got it all down and um yeah and she. Oh my god! Oh, I got it right here. That is <laughs> that is a. Fair it's about six amount. or seven minutes in before yeah. they get to them, right? Because twi- oh, oh, it was an episode wow. of twins doing everything. And, Unbelievable! Uh, wow. Unbelievable. Now, Steve, Steve, yeah. you brought you brought up something that I have to hit. Maybe we could just end on this note. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, you know, we're not, we aren't the audience, and and you know, Brian and I kind of pride wow. ourselves on being the podcast for people that don't watch the show, the podcast for people that aren't the. Uh, that aren't the P1 audience for, for The Bachelor. I will say this. Yeah. You said that it, you know, most of the audience are Midwest uh, housewives. So, And you don't have to answer this question, but uh, give us a percentage. Would you say, I don't know, half, 40% uh, 
of those uh, housewives that watch The Bachelor you have slept with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, it's not even close. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, but, I mean, it's... No. Trust me. If I, if I was... If I was pulling like Ari did before going on this show and probably after, uh, I'd let you know about it, but it's it, <laughs> Steve's it, a gentleman. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. I no. mean, it's just, it just doesn't. He's hosting, um, he's hosting those trivia nights. He's doing events. Yeah. We know what happens, buddy. We know what happens yeah. when you're out in Vegas. We get it. It's yeah. so uh, by just, the way, by the way, out in Vegas next week for March madness, by just going out there by myself to get all my bets in and, Literally plot myself at the Venetian sports book for three days straight and well, that, gorge. That bring, you deserve oh, that it. Bring, you deserve that it. Brings up, that brings up something that I tweeted last week, and it didn't get half as much love. And I'll, so I'm going to state it verbally and see if it gets a better response. You didn't, you, didn't text, um, you didn't text a link to everybody you know and ask them specifically to retweet <laughs> it, as you've been known to so do? I, I um, you know, every year... Uh, my buddies and I go to Vegas for the uh, our baseball fantasy draft, and wow. just so that we have enough room to lay our you know spreadsheets out and stuff, we yeah. get a suite at a Vegas hotel, and Barbary I call Coast. it the fantasy suite. Oh, that's I actually did that's, see that one, Jason. <laughs> that was it bummed me out so much <laughs> because it's a pun, which is universally considered unfunny. Pretty good though. No, it's really good. Uh, okay. Steve, <laughs> realitysteve.com, at realitysteve on Twitter. You are doing the Lord's work, my friend. We very, very much appreciate you taking time out of a very, very busy end of the bachelor schedule to come on with us and break it down to be the first to let us know what was going on behind the scenes. You are, we are forever indebted to you. You are the man. Thank you. You got it, guys. I can't wait till we do our Karate Kid 3 review. Oh, for and sure. I can't oh. wait till Cobra Kai comes out on YouTube Red and we can start dissecting the return of Daniel and Johnny, renewing their rivalry 35 years later. Like, I didn't realize that they still had a beef. They look so fucking old. Like, you like. <laughs> Ralph Macchio is one of those guys that always looks young and you're like, oh man, he looks young. Oh, now all of a sudden he looks old as fuck. He's dying the hair. He's got the wrinkles. He looks like shit. And so does Johnny. Dude, even Zabka, like yeah. he just, his face look, but I guess, you know, when you have, when you have your career stunted at 17 in the All Valley, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess yeah. you just really do sit in a corner and pout for 35 years. <laughs> it is. And then want to make a comeback. <laughs> Got to go behind the scenes. Uh, all right. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much, Steve. J- Jason Stewart, it, excellent job all season Thanks, long. Buddy. Thank you. Uh, for Jason Stewart, for Reality Steve, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Thanks for tuning in. What you got?